What is my trainer really thinking about during our sessions? What does it take to become a fitness professional? What do group fitness instructors even think about? Let's dive into these questions, confessions, and more. Join me every week for a Talk Tuesday session where we will uncover confessions of fitness professionals. Welcome to this week's episode of Confessions of a Fitness Professional. I'm your fit pro, Andra Anderson, and we're gonna get into some of my favorite awkward fitness professional experiences. And this list includes a pretty big range of things. Like if you could imagine some of the most awkward and embarrassing things to happen to a fitness professional, in my 15 years, I have probably experienced most of them, many of them, and I'm gonna share a few stories with you today. So before we do that, just a quick check-in. We are, I am in the middle of my fall into fitness challenge. I am loving seeing everybody's updates about hitting each day's video. There are 10 to 15 minute videos each day. It's a 20 day challenge and it's been so inspiring just to follow along and read everybody's comments and hear about what people love and love to hate and just the inspiration of daily movement and keeping each other accountable. I, I love hosting these virtual challenges because no matter where we are, we can do these sessions individually and independently, but come together and have this shared goal and kind of enjoy each other's reactions and, and keep each other motivated to, to finish the challenge and, and continue to go. And this one's been fun because it's a combination of bar and strength training and yoga. And it's been, it's been it was a fun one to to film and it's been a fun one to follow. So loving that currently. I'm in this season of wanting to change everything. So if you are watching the YouTube, you will notice that my my set, my podcast set has been changing a little bit, tweaking a little bit each week. I'm, I'm still not done with it. I've ordered a few things, but I'm just trying to reimagine my spaces and my fitness studio was really set up at the height of the pandemic when there were really no in-person classes and I was filming everything and documenting everything and just needed a space to connect with people virtually. So my needs for the space have changed. I, I wanted a space that was dedicated for my OOTDs, outfit of the day, for the podcast, and also still a space where I can film videos. So I do group challenges. I, as a personal trainer, I put together individualized sessions for people. I'm going to be Zooming with um, a corporate group in a little while um, coming up this fall. So I still want to have a space that I can film things and virtually share classes with people, but that doesn't need to be the only use of this space. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of transform the space and I, I get like that. I get in those moods where I just want to refresh something. I, I, I love it and I appreciate what it's been doing and what it's been there for, but 
I want to refresh it and I want a new feeling. I want an energy. So I actually brought this chair from my downstairs office, which I don't use as much. And I think if we repurpose that space, eventually it would become a part of our, our walk-in pantry or like making the kitchen bigger or maybe turning into the dining room. Not really sure yet. That's still kind of a ways to go, but uh, I do love having a separate studio space and a separate home office space to do, to have a, a dedicated space to do work. So I'm not just sort of doing it on the kitchen table, but I'm looking forward to this season of transition and change. I am eagerly waiting to get my pumpkins to decorate the front porch for the fall. I love to do that mid-September and here we are, it's mid-September. I'll be going to a uh, to council farms to host a class over the weekends. So that's where I usually get my my first big load of pumpkins and mums and things to decorate the porch. And I'll just sort of slowly put it together so that it's ready to go October 1st. I love having those vibrant fall colors to look at. I love sitting on the porch and reading and I'm ready for that, that season. I'm ready, I'm ready, ready, ready. So that's sort of what's going on here. I'm, Looking forward to having a week off at the YMCA as they transition into the new space and that new space will open on hopefully October 2nd and I have one more class there this week so that's pretty cool and uh, just continuing to teach at Washington College and enjoying the flow of that and welcoming some of the college students back. But okay, let's get into the confessions. Without further ado, I wanted to share five of my most awkward moments during my 15 year fitness professional career. Now remember, there have been many. I just chose five. I will probably be able to do another one of these sessions and recount some other stories, but these are the ones that sort of stand out in, in my mind in my five years. Okay, the first one is, I was maybe four or five years into being a fitness instructor, teaching primarily at Washington College at that point was teaching there almost every day. Whenever they would have me, I, I wanted to host a class. And I welcomed lots of community members. I was teaching a class called Pio, which was such a fun Shalene Johnson. If anybody remembers Powder Blue Productions, oh my gosh, my girl Shalene, living her best life. She had Turbo Kick, she had, I think there was like a hip hop. I, I never did that one, but then there was Pio, which was like a really fun blend of Pilates and yoga and a little bit of ballet training. And it made yoga or the idea of yoga and Pilates accessible to our cardio love and friends. So people that usually would go toward a cardio class, this satisfied that cardio need, but brought it onto the mat and it was fun and energetic and to really great music. And I loved, 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 loved teaching that class. It was also an online format. So all of Shalene's classes, I don't know, maybe she started them in person and then they were like videos that through her Powder Blue, Produ Powder Blue Productions and then later Beachbody, individuals, any individual could sign up and take the, the challenge or take her classes. So Paya was also available in an at-home environment. So I would regularly have people that loved the at-home edition come to the group class and they were similar, but different. And 
of course, as the instructor, you, I'm not Shalene. I'm not Shalene. She has, you know, 30 plus years in the fitness industry. At this point, I had five. And I had this one participant who came, who had been doing the at-home videos and came to the Pio class in person and I think forgot that they were in a live class with a, a live instructor and other individuals and kept talking. Like at first it was motivational, like let's go ladies. All right, here we go. And I was like, that's so fun. You live the life. Love it. I love when people talk because when it is silent, that's really hard for the instructor. When it's too noisy, that's also hard. There's like a happy medium where people get excited, motivate each other, but then like hush. <laughs> But this did not stop. This individual just kept saying, let's go ladies. And through the class, you know, on the video, Shalene is instructing and she has like five additional people with her. And in addition to them showcasing the movements, Shalene could like walk around, talk to people, show variations of the moves. It's very hard when you're trying to do it as one person to show all the proper variations, all the proper form. And this person that was like started off the motivating talking was like, um, are you going to showcase the proper form for this movement? Are you going to showcase five different variations for this movement? Like it just was nonstop. And I was like, why don't you show us at first? I was sort of like, what is happening? And then I was like, well, what about you? And then I said, okay, we're going to, we're going to have, this one's going to be like quiet time. We're going to, we're going to concentrate and focus on our movements. If we're speaking, we're, we're using too much energy. So we're going to turn that energy into movement. And afterwards, after the class, this person came up to me and said, you, you have to have people showing variations. You have to showcase proper form. And I was like, love that love that uh are you an instructor no okay cool and then that's how i found out that they their introduction to pio had been through these at home videos where you have five people showing you all the movements and i was like that is not real life this is the the class version of that and i love that you had that background but my goodness like it's very distracting to say that out loud and in person like I'm trying to teach the class and people weren't sure who to listen to. So yeah, that was not cool. I'm trying to remember now if that person ever came back, but that really rattled me. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> like kind of like, almost like, I don't think I want you to come back. I don't think this is the right environment for you. So that was one. That's just one story. We have so many more. Uh, I have another instance where I was teaching yoga and I had this one participant who when we would do like ab work or anything on our backs, would grab their phone laying there and playing on their phone in the middle of class. Now, I did not teach at a like traditional yoga studio. There, I taught at a, a studio at a college for most of my classes or outdoors. So there were no like signs up like, put your cell phones away, we, we do quiet time in here. It, yes, it was different and it wasn't like you couldn't have your phone nearby, but this person would always be on their phone, laying on their back, just going like this. And I'm thinking, like, you could go. Like, <laughs> you don't, nobody's keeping you here. And it was just the weirdest thing. And that was like their form of relaxation. But it was sort of, I don't want to say it was distracting. It distracted me. I don't know if it distracted other participants. I don't think the sound was on or anything. And they were kind of in the back corner. But that was like, 
okay, do I need to like have a policy about cell phones? But then I didn't want to be that person. So uh, that person ended up not, you know, switching, uh, transitioning to different jobs, moved away and has not been back. But that was an interesting scenario where it was like, what's happening? Am I boring you? Like, do you want to go? You can go. Like there's, there's the door. You can leave. Um, so little PSA, like don't do that. Do not be on your phone in the middle of class. If you need to get on your phone, maybe question if you can actually be in that class, like shut it off. Give yourself 30 minutes of the day. Give yourself 45 minutes, 60 minutes. You deserve it. You deserve it. Nobody has to be on 24 seven. Um, and it wasn't like it was an emergency. They were just playing a game. So <laughs> there you go. I, another one is, and this is more, maybe it's not as awkward. It can make things awkward when you live in a small town. I would have people, and this happened a lot more during the pandemic, reach out to me about personal training. And in that like kind of inquiry stage, we go back and forth. You might have an initial phone call, like what are your interests, what are your goals? And at that point, it's not like you're locked in. I don't make you pay me for that initial call. It's more like, can we work together? Am I the right fit for you? And I would get so far with some people like, yes, the right fit. And then they would just not respond. So it was, it's so strange. And a few of times, I don't, there weren't many, maybe a handful of times, but a couple of times it's been somebody that like, I know <laughs> and would see. And it was like, Hey, like, and, and it gets awkward because I don't want to force you to, to take on something. Like some people just don't know how to properly back out. I like to think that I give you opportunities to back out if it just is not the right vibe, not the right fit. I'm not the right person for everybody. Just that's the way it is. And I have no attachment to that. But like, end it. <laughs> if, you, if it's not the right fit, be real with somebody. We're human beings, right? Don't let it be awkward so that the next time that we encounter each other in a very small town, which is gonna happen, it's not like, oh, hey, like no hard feelings. If you say no, you don't want to do something cool. Maybe I can connect you with somebody else who can better serve you or, you know, we just part our ways and it's totally fine, but don't make it awkward. Don't make it awkward. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to save this one for last. Uh, the fourth one, so I have five for today. The fourth one is when we were mostly outside or we're like completely outside during the pandemic we were able to gather in very small groups so i was teaching like every single day at a park fun fact you're no longer allowed to do that because we kind of overdid it but we had nowhere else to go and i had this group of very like fitness hungry people that wanted to move their bodies and it was safe to do it outside so there we were we would often have people watch us and sometimes it's you know it's fun at first like oh hey we got an audience and they'd like look for a minute and then they'd go on their merry way totally fine you are allowed to do that. You are allowed to stop, see what's happening, and then move on with your life. But no, we would have some individual, a couple of individuals that would like take up residence and just sit there very close to us and watch. And it was like, okay, now it's getting awkward. Like you're welcome to just check it out, see what's happening, ask a question, move on. Nope, they would sit, park down and watch. And it was like, okay. I had one instance where I taught at a community center where somebody was just gawking through the, the window and I had to go out and say something like, this is uncomfortable. Please don't watch people working out. Like go somewhere else. This is, this is not the place we will, we are going to say something to you. But in the park, 
where people are free to be there. It was kind of awkward. It was very awkward. We would sort of like stare back at the person like, are you gonna join us? What's happening? But yeah, that was very awkward. It only happened a couple of times, but dang, when it does, it just sort of like, I'm like, okay, we're gonna, we're not bending over. We're not doing anything like super drastic. We're gonna try not to like jump up and down too much. Like I want people to feel comfortable in classes, but it was an outdoor park. So there was that. The last one, oh, this is a good one. Save the best for last for now. There are many more awkward stories. These are just five. I was hired during the pandemic for this with this family of four, not from here, that was visiting. They got stuck here because they were on vacation during the pandemic and they couldn't get home. And it was a very long time before they got home. So they were connected to me by somebody else. I can't remember who referred them to me for yoga for their, at first it was for their children, like seven or eight year old children. And they were doing yoga regularly at their school and they wanted to keep up with it. And I thought, this is awesome. So we agreed upon a price, we agreed upon a day and a time, and it would be a weekly session. It went off great at first, like it was outdoors, I would come, the kids were very eager to learn, they wanted to do tricks. It's so fun to do yoga with people that are super flexible, because, like kids, and have zero fear. Kids have zero fear and will try anything. It's really fun to watch that progress. But then after a couple of weeks, like the dad wanted to join in and I thought, great. The dad would come out in this like full white, flowy outfit and I was like, cool, dig your vibes. And then the mom would join. But when the dad and the mom were there together, they would bicker. And then the kids would act differently when the parents were there. They would be like showing off or like goofing off. And I just witnessed so many awkward family transactions that I should not have been there for. Like yelling, kind of wanting attention. It got weird really quickly. And there was at the very last session and that I was not asked to come back and they, they pay me in advance for the last three sessions that we did have scheduled and we're like, we're not gonna need this anymore. And I was like, thank you, I don't think I wanna come back. It was so, it was so bizarre. They were all fighting and storming off and I'm standing there like, so downward dog, no, okay, cool. Like, can I go, can I go, can I go? It was the most miserable class I think I've ever taught but they did pay me handsomely for it. They pay me in advance for the last three sessions that we had scheduled and we, I've never heard from them since. I don't know what happened. I hope that they made it home, but I was witness to, I mean, I think I just saw full out the effects of pandemic and them spending all of their time together. It sort of just came out in this yoga class and they were just not happy with each other and I got to see the whole thing. So I got a front seat to that and I did not even buy a ticket. <laughs> And they paid me to be there, so that was strange. At first it was fine, and then it got weird. So you never know what you're going to encounter as a fitness professional, and I'm here to entertain and share these stories. Believe me, I have plenty more, but we'll keep it there for, for this session. So that is this week's confession. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have ever experienced an awkward or uncomfortable situation in a fitness class, I would love to hear about it commiserate with me. Let's chat, chat, chat. So fun to learn about and hear after the fact. Not fun to live through a lot of them, but okay to hear about after the fact. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you for another class. <laughs> Here I am thinking I'm filming a virtual class. See you for another class very soon. I'll see you for another podcast, another session of Confessions of a Fitness Professional next time. Bye.